This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everybody. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Superstar as I may be, I am still battling a touch of laryngitis. So usually I'm screaming and yelling and ebullient and energetic, particularly at the top of the hour. I am going to try to speak in a more measured tone today so that I can maintain my voice for the next four hours and for Monday's five-hour extravaganza, which I'll tell you more about in a moment. Now, we are going to do Ask Frank Anything. It's just a couple of days before Christmas, and I'm sure a lot of you have Christmas-related questions. So if you have a question that's interesting, that's fun, that's different, now's the time to call in. All you have to do is dial 1-800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. And whoever comes up with the best question in the eyes of Matt Blaze will give you a little Christmas cheer. Additionally, as I alluded to, I am going to be here on Monday, Christmas morning, not just for the four hours of this show, but I'm going to be filling in for Gnome Laden as well. And this is going to be my type of show. We have a lot of special Christmas programming, a lot of special Christmas clips, some you might have heard before, some you might not have heard before, and uh, some interesting guests, including Cousin Brucie, Joe Piscopo, uh, John Gambling, Andrew Giuliani, and yes, Mr. Christmas himself, Curtis Slewa. So uh, we're doing a talk show, not a news hour, in the 5 a.m. hour on Monday. I hope you will make plans to listen to both. Maybe you're up early preparing for Christmas Day. Maybe you're up late after partying for Christmas Eve. Whatever the case may be, I do hope you'll spend your Christmas morning with me here on WABC. All right, let me hear your questions. 800-848-9222. Beam me up! To be continued. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. I didn't vote for Governor Pataki. I didn't vote for Mayor Adams. But one of the things that I have praised both of them for is their implementation in the case of Governor Pataki and their use in the case of Mayor Adams of Kendra's Law. Kendra's Law, if you're not familiar with it, is a way for people that are severely 
mentally ill to be treated, to receive treatment while living in the community, and it allows courts to order that certain people with brain disorders receive treatment. Well, the New York Times has a whole big article about this today, essentially slamming Kendra's law. Headline, Kendra's law was meant to prevent violence. It often fails. New York designed a premier monitoring program for seriously mentally ill people. It has judged to be most at risk of committing violence. But a Times investigation has found that people under Kendra's law orders have been accused of committing more than 380 violent acts in the past five years alone, including five cases involving subway shootings. Now, I haven't looked at all 380 of these acts that the Times has profiled, but one of the things that I've noticed until a year ago in New York City is that Kendra's law was dramatically underutilized. Now, Mayor Adams, about a year ago, decided to, yeah, force people to take their medication and or live in supportive housing. Now, are there some people that have fallen through the cracks and have been violent anyway, even though they were ordered to take their medication or ordered to do something else as a result of Kendra's law? Probably. What I think that shows is that these people really are dangerous and violent, and these are exactly the types of people that should be on medication when ordered by a court. So I recognize this is not a PC position, and the New York Times is siding with uh, the so-called mental health advocates, but schizophrenia or violent mental illness is a disease to be treated. It is not a civil right to be protected. And that's what's missing in this New York Times article. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. The state of New York is losing population. The numbers that have come out this week and been put out by the state controller's office and uh, led by Tom DiNapoli are alarming. We are seeing, if these trends continue, a big problem, not only in terms of population and tax base for New York, but politically. New York could lose three congressional seats in 2030 if the state's population continues to decline. The delegation would be trimmed to 23 seats if people continue to move out of the state at the same rate for the next six plus years. Now, I know everybody's picking on uh, Eric Adams for his comments on this front, but I think he actually said something that was largely true. Here was Mayor Adams on why people are moving. There's a perfect storm of reasons that cities are losing their population. And at one time, you may have lost you know, 20,000 here, 15,000 here. But now when you start to add up all of those dynamics, it's a different uh, way of life. And some people who have children and families uh, decide they want to go to a place uh, where their children can play outdoors, uh, larger green spaces. You want to see animals. You don't, you don't see too many animals, but rats in New York. And so, you know, so they're, they're, there's a combination of, of things. And we're getting rid of those rats, by the way. I think it does come down to quality of life. 
The mayor's not saying that people are leaving because of rats. The mayor's saying he's citing cost of living. It does cost a fortune to live here. And people are concerned about things like crime. He also mentioned COVID. COVID is a big problem and the related issue of the lockdowns. A lot of people didn't want to deal with school closures and having to wear a mask and needing a vaccine card to go into a restaurant. That's all playing into that. So the mayor didn't say it as detailed as I would, but I think he nailed it. It's not about weather, like Andrew Cuomo likes to say. People loved moving to New York for years, even with our weather. It's about quality of life issues. And the fact of the matter is that in almost every category, the quality of life in New York is declining. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Those of you that have had medical bills and not been able to afford them know how life-changing it can be to be able to pay for medicine and be able to pay for health care and to not. Well, close to 800,000 New Yorkers have been unenrolled from a Medicaid plan in less than four months. But what's even more alarming is that nearly half were dumped merely for paperwork errors. This is bureaucratic disaster at its finest. These numbers are eye-popping. Close to 800,000 New Yorkers have been unenrolled from this Medicaid plan in the last four months. And what's more alarming, according to monthly data compiled by the health policy nonprofit KFF, is that nearly half, 384,964, were dumped for paperwork reasons. Paperwork is, unfortunately, an unpleasant fact of life. And of course, we all have a responsibility to stay on top of our insurance coverage. But when that many Medicaid enrollees are failing to keep up, it's abundantly clear they are not the problem. The paperwork is the problem. The demands put upon the enrollees by this bureaucracy is the problem. The disenrollments come as the federal government allowed eligibility checks to resume after the COVID pandemic. The slight majority of enrollees have been offloaded due to qualification reasons, mostly tied to income. But the number of people losing their health coverage when they don't have to should be cause for all of us to be concerned. And unfortunately, this is not just a New York issue. While the state's so-called procedural disenrollment rate is 49%, that's below the national rate of 71%. So clearly, the federal government needs to do more to help the nation's poorest, people that qualify for Medicaid, continue to receive medical coverage. New York can do more also. Where's the State Department of Health? Why aren't they not assisting with these hundreds of thousands of people that are losing their Medicaid coverage because of paperwork errors? Beam me up! To be continued. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 